Back again, back again. Back again. Welcome to another episode of the 9 to 5. Come on, come on, come on. Who we got to our right? Or to my right? (laughs) To to your right, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. It's me. I'm (laughs) with 54 fights. Come on. 53 by way of knockout. (laughs) Zero losses. Zero draws. It's your boy Exo in the building. Woo, 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 woo. Come on. To our left, fighting out of the, let's say the red corner, because you're original SE7. <laughs> I'm the blue corner, you're the red corner. Original hey, SE7. There's not a bit of the <laughs> Original oh, SE7 smart. with but come on. 54 fights also. 50 by way of Jocker. <laughs> I am a technician, fam. Zero losses. Come on. Your boy, two tones in the Come on, come on, come on. Welcome back, guys. How you been? Yeah, man. Good, 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 good. Good, good. My week has been good, man. Been good, yeah. Too much partying, though, man. You know them ones that you get back at five o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> you just, <laughs> your head is spinning, yeah. Uh, and like before, like when I used to go out and come back, like, I used to creep up the stairs. I just stomped up the stairs. I was like, I don't even care who is down back in it. Like it is what it is. Get to my, I get to bed now, yeah. I wake up like three hours later, and I feel exactly the same as I did going to bed in the first place. I was like, this, this is not for me. Anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? This isn't for me. This lifestyle ain't for me. And it's crazy because it happened like two or three days in a row. So I was out. Out again, out again. And it wasn't necessarily that I was partying hard, but when people are out to celebrate things, yeah, I'm, I'm the guy that's there, yeah. And it was bank holiday weekend yeah, too, yeah. so obviously shout out my boy Zav. He's getting married next week and that. Oh, dope, dope. You know, them ones there, yeah, where you have a where you have a good showing on a night, they promote you. <laughs> you know, like, yo, I need you there. <laughs> you need to come earlier, you know, you know. Shout out Zav. Um, obviously, it was T's birthday as well. Yeah, that was big. Out. That's like a, a yearly procession. You get what I mean? Like, so, Annual celebration. Yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, bank holiday weekend. It wasn't necessarily too turn up, but it's, I think probably the first time I've actually been out, out like that. Okay. Probably in a minute. You get what I mean? Mm. Uh, so yeah, man, it was calm. You know, I was uh, tagging as well. Central London, putting the stickers everywhere. So if you ever see mm. a barcode that says scammy on it, it's probably our podcast. If you see it on the train, just open your camera screen, scan it, and it takes you directly to the YouTube. And make sure Technology you subscribe, bro. man. That's the whole point. I didn't spend money to waste it. You know what I, mean? yeah, I know there'll be people that just look at Will Pass, but if you're one of those people that take time out to scan it, just click the subscribe button. That's the first thing you need to do. You know what I mean? And it's right there. There's marketing. It's mm-hmm. genius marketing. I, I can't take all the credit, you know, but it's marketing. <laughs> like, I'm telling you that. Because I was thinking, it just it, it sprung up on me. One time I was in I was in um, Nando's with Io, yeah, and they were like, oh, you don't need to um, get up to make an order. Just scan the barcode. And it's like a light bulb moment. I was just like, this mm. is dope. And obviously with this NHS track and trace, you're scanning. Everywhere you Everything go now, like, scan, 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 scan. Yeah. So I was like, what could I do instead of handing people leaflets so they can dash it in a bin? I was just <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you create stickers with barcodes on yeah. it, innit? So that's what I've been doing. So obviously, you know, Genius you can't genius. drive everywhere in central London, but whenever I have been there, I've been tagging it on trains, tagging it on signs, you know. I just need a small army of people just mm. to go around tagging it everywhere. So I'm going to try to print off some more stickers and just recruit some youngsters. I'm like, you know what, I'll give you £10. Just go and paste this everywhere. You get what I mean? But yeah, man. So yeah, that's about it, really, man. How's no, your um? Man. How's your? No, yeah, your same, weekend? man. Bank holiday weekend, obviously. Everybody enjoys that extra day. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. yeah, man, it was nice. Like, um, obviously, you got turned a little bit, relaxed a little bit. Yeah. Recalibrated a little bit, and yeah. um, yeah, man, the week's been good so far. You know what I mean? So yeah, for sure, man. Can't complain too much. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Even sticking with marketing before we actually start, like, yeah. I was watching a post, like. I think it was on your positive news or something like that. And there's a guy called Chizo Lifts. 
Yeah. And people just in his garden pumping weights and just talking about life and stuff, innit? And then um, they're talking about marketing. And one guy was like, this for me, I was just like, yeah, this is so true. It was just like, at the end of the day, he was like, if you want to be successful, you've got to invest in your brand, innit? You need to market. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then he was just like, look at McDonald's. He's like, you see a golden M, you already know what it is. They don't even need to do any more marketing. But he said, how many times, often or not, as soon as you turn your TV on, there's a McDonald's advert. Or you're on YouTube, there's a McDonald's advert somewhere. Mm-hmm. I was just like, so true. He was like, they didn't stop investing in marketing because they just know the power of the tool, in it. So if you've got a business, it's, it's important not to skimp on your marketing because it's important. And that's how that's how you get customers, in it? And that's yeah, how you definitely. create a brand. And I was just like, yeah, that's so true. Like, it was for me, I was just like, mm, that's, a, that's very true. Do you get what I mean? So it's important to do that or any like, spare change. But definitely, like, um, invest in marketing, man. It goes a long way for sure. And it just rang true because as soon as he said that, I went outside, I'm sure there was a McDonald's sign <laughs> yeah, I mean? like, at the bus stop or something. And I was just like, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, no. Nah, it's just a point of reference that I thought I'd touch on. No, this thing is doing well as well. Like, whenever I go past this bar, it's either West or East Dulwich Station. Like, it's the, it's the station before you get to that like, Tulsa and that. I feel like it's West Dulwich. I believe it's West Dulwich anyway. But um, I might just be completely wrong. But, yeah, like... Whenever I go, it's called like Scion. I've mentioned yeah, it before. Yeah, it's it. always packed yeah. and it's full of like young people and like girls just getting turned. So I'm just like, he's doing something right. You know what I mean? Oh, like, definitely. For definitely. sure. So yeah, man, it goes a long way. For sure. For sure. Oh, that's dope, man. What was um, the last, um, can I ask actually, what was the last marketing campaign that you thought, oh, this was dope? I have two. I have two. I'll mention. Like the rollout mm. was good. Could it be anything? Music, food, you know, anything. Mm, the last one that just popped to my mind yeah. was, um, guess his one was pretty good. Oh, okay, for conflict of interest. Yeah. yeah, he had a tank. That was crazy. That was dope. <laughs> that was dope. But in more recent terms, obviously you had, we're going, I, I haven't listened to it to enough to speak, but I'll give three actually. So you, you had Donda. He kept doing the listening things. Oh, Delaying course. it. <laughs> listening it again. Delayed. Then he started sending merchandise. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was falling yeah, into yeah. place too perfect. Then These fans are cult like those. It was, so. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. And then it's like, oh, it's a battle of the artists between him and Drake. But Drake had a sick comeback with a joke. Did you see it? What, the the Joker. No, no, no. No, there was that. Okay. But then obviously, like, he sent, apparently, uh, Kanye sent a picture or posted a picture on Twitter or sent it to, to Drake. And it was a picture of the Joker from The Dark Knight. And obviously, in the film, obviously, he's just trying to say Drake is a joke, innit? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. in the film, the Joker hacks, like, the broadcast network. And he's like, I've got this person. You better come and do this. And I'm going to kill them, innit? So ba- I think he kills the pe- person anyway. But basically, on CBS, like, news in America, this is like primetime television. Mm-hmm. Drake hacked into it and then it's, it's, it, there's someone holding a sign it's like certified lover boy and then Drake's holding the screen and then it cuts out and blurs and I was just like oh that's crazy that's crazy and obviously that links directly in with like the dark night yeah, that's yeah, what the Joker yeah, did yeah. and someone was like this is marketing at top tier <laughs> this is Champions League level marketing I was just like no only Drake you know what I mean so that was sick that's like both of them anyway that's dope marketing isn't it? even if they don't like each other it's dope marketing and then um, Central Seas uh, Wild Wild West like he had a collaboration with Trap star, they were doing jumpers and stuff. Even the color scheme, oh, like the orange. Okay. Mm. So he had a he had a video called Six for Six, and then all the cars were orange. His clothing was orange, and then obviously when some video finishes, the album goes back to being orange. It's orange as well. So I was thinking, yeah, it's the rollout. <laughs> Everything's for a reason. Like, yeah, it's dope. Trap star did that with Davis, well, actually. Yeah, 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 they did, they did. But he had a specific color scheme. Every time okay. I thought of orange, I was thinking of that guy's yeah. tape. You know what I mean? So I thought that was sick. And then um, the last one was actually when we was in in Vegas. It was either Vegas or LA. We was driving, yeah, and there was a massive sign on the motorway when we was driving, and it was like, "Don't look back." And then, um, obviously, I was just like, 
And then the sign was like, we told you not to look back. And then I had a website of what, what they were telling you to go look on. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, that's sick. I was like, just for that, yeah, I'll actually try to look for that website. You know Keep what I mean? Reverse and I was thinking, ah, oh, yeah, 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 that's proper. Obviously, it's not going to work for everyone, but when it does work, like, yeah. oh, I can appreciate it. You know what I mean? But I hope it's not the drivers looking back. Yeah, 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 for real, for real, for real, for real. But I was thinking, yeah, marketing is important, man. Oh, 100%, for sure, for sure. Man. For sure. And you can get creative with it, no? Yeah, no, 100, 100%, man. But yeah, man, what topics have we got this week? <laughs> well, since we're talking about creatives, obviously yeah. you have to talk about these creative criminal masterminds, bro. Well, well, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> no, this no, week? I'm just like, I don't know if you heard, but you know them ones that always sending the real mail, like scams and all well, these I, I couldn't believe the money that was involved. Bam. Crazy. They finally got caught in it. What? It was just one of them, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, or, just one. Yeah, yeah, just one, yeah. But yeah, man, was 21, got 185,000, fam. And you know they didn't collect all the money. I'm pretty Trust sure it's probably hiding or hoarding <laughs> some money somewhere else. That's really mad. Into, like, some offshore Those things are annoying though. Like sometimes you might mistakenly click on. Mm. Like, I've never. I've almost a few times. And I'm like, oh, that's fake because I'll check the number. Like and usually if it's from Royal Mail, it'll say Royal Mail. It won't come up with yeah, any yeah. number and stuff. So I, I delete them. But one time, I was getting one from Warranty Wise like every ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, and I was blocking every number that came in and it just kept sending. I just right, let it send, man. and I had about six. I think it was like 65 texts within the space of an hour, innit? Mm. I was just like, this is so annoying. But like, they're on their job, man. I think scamming people, you know, it's not, I don't I don't advocate for that, but I guess it's a crim- it's a creative way of not being aggressive. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> not being aggressive. When it though, does yeah, happen, yeah. when it does happen to you though, it's peak, you know what I mean? So, now nah, that's mad though, that's mad. Yeah. Someone was talking about that though, because they were like, like, not that I'm advocating for criminals at all yet, but they were like, sometimes the level of criminal activity and risk you can tell which ones are kind of worth it. Because, for example, I don't know, you get like eight years or something like that. I don't even know. probably do about four. It's around there. But someone like that, yeah, will get like, let's just say six years in jail, do three, come out, and can still live a relatively normal life to where you can still potentially get a decent job Mm -hmm. after a while. But someone that sells drugs will get like eight or nine years in jail. And it's like, you've made less than, not even a tenth of what that guy made in the space of like six months. You know what I mean? (coughs) And it's crazy because that's when... People start to get smart with it, like, oh, it's true. Like, we don't need to do this. We can do that. <laughs> do you get what I mean? But yeah, now nah, criminality, is, you know, it doesn't pay. Crime doesn't pay. <laughs> it doesn't pay. Like, I remember Paul Paper. I was listening to him, and he's like, um, if you, he's like, crime. After, he said something like, you have to remember, crime, crime pays in a lot of ways. So obviously, you can get paid off a of crime, but then you can pay for the time that you're doing a crime as yeah, well. And I was just sure. like, yeah, double entendre, crazy. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, that was crazy though. Oh, yeah. And you know, he was like a data scientist or something like that, oh, okay. like computer technician in it. So his man got the the hacks. That's it. Do you get what I mean? That's crazy. That was actually uh, crazy. And obviously, I don't know if you heard about um, you know what's his name, Tom Cruise. His BMW oh, yeah. got stolen as well. Criminality is at all time <laughs> high, bro. Like fighting. that's crazy, man. No, but crazy. anyway, the yeah. point I was getting at, yeah, is that these people, yeah. Oh, actually, before I get onto that point, let yeah. me address the point you made about like risk to reward ratio. Yeah. Some people aren't, they don't all have the capabilities to do them like hacking things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- of so course. Some people are only like, whatever, oh, mm. what's the next lick? You know what I mean? Mm, that's true. <laughs> so some people are just going for whatever is available. But what I wanted to get at was obviously there are like a lot of very creative, smart people mm. that think of these scams. Mm. So do you think like it's a thing where you can get illegally? Why not get it legally? Legally. Because people, I just feel like people ain't got the patience, man. Or okay. sometimes there's that, number one. Or do you one. not think they're like creative enough or smart enough to make it legally? Mm, that's a good question. I'll, I'll, I'll say no. I, I don't agree with that. I think they are. It's just like you could go and get a, a salary job where you make even 100K a year. 
But it's like, if I do illegality, I can make that in a month. You know what okay. I mean? And it, they said that's what he was raking in at one point, like one or two months, he was raking in that much money. <laughs> so the contrast is crazy, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. obviously we all know, like, with the legit way, there's security, you're not looking over your shoulder, you're actively just working, honestly. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like sometimes... No, like, people, not even, like, job-wise necessarily, like, like business-wise, if you're able to do such things, do you not think, like, you're yeah, able to, Yeah, I just like, think it's lack of patience, man. Okay, people, and, and I feel like... I'm not going to say hard work because I feel like being a criminal, you've got to work hard as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like it's lack of patience, to be honest, because obviously that takes time to kind mm. of build up a, a brand or a business and make a lot of money on it. But sometimes it doesn't. It just depends on how much how much effort and time you're willing yeah. to put in quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, I was going to say that sometimes I feel like people just push the boundaries a bit just to see what they just can get Just to see what with. they can get with. Yeah, yeah, once, they get, once they get onto a run, it's like, oh, I'm not going to get caught, man. You know what I mean? I've been too smart. I've been doing this for six months and I haven't been caught. And then before you know it, all it takes is one mistake or them just building up, because they allow people to do stuff and they'll yeah, just yeah, be building up evidence on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, then that's it. So, yeah, I think some some people, I can't speak for everyone. It's, we need to get one of these scammers on the show. Like, mm. Not that we're advocating for scammers, you know, like an ex-scammer that's turned his life around kind of thing. You know, <laughs> We don't want criminals on there to be like, yeah, man, just 200 <laughs> bags, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I just feel like it's, obviously it's fast money, a, a bit of lack of patience and people don't really want to endeavour to really push the legit side but i wouldn't even say that i think the biggest issue here is when people push boundaries and spill over onto the illegality element of life yeah and they don't get caught they just keep pushing it further and further and further to see how far they can get with it and i feel like sometimes they might even have a target like okay cool if i get to which is mad like 300 grand i'm out i'm not going to do this anymore and then they might even almost touch that and then they get caught Mm. or they think i can make another 100 quickly Yeah, yeah yeah so i feel like people don't know their limits and People push boundaries. And I feel like, you know, there's that saying that when when someone get caught, gets caught cheating or gets caught doing the wrong thing, they're like, are you actually sorry or are you sorry you got caught? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's that element. When people push boundaries and they really, they excel at something and it spills onto, this is not ethical, but I can get away with it. They'll push it, you know what I mean? For as long as possible. Or they'll drop out just before they get caught. But I don't think I've ever heard a story where they've managed to do it and just get out. You know what I mean? Because I think greed comes I mean, into it. Yeah, greed, <laughs> greed comes into it a lot of the a lot of the time. So, yeah, for me, it's just push. I think people pushing boundaries when they excel in certain areas and then not fearing the consequences because they just don't think they're gonna get caught. Yeah, That's yeah, what I yeah. think the biggest issue. No, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I was also gonna say like with the legit side, more often than not, you need like capital. Mm. You need like a mm. money investment mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. With a lot of these illegalities, if you're <laughs> if you're willing to dedicate the time, you can get that money. Yeah, and you don't need capital. So. That's true. That's so true. No, yeah, yeah. I think all of that plays a part into it, man. Um, but yeah, man. This leads on to the next topic, which mm. obviously is arts in like, you know, is change a constant? Like, could these people just change their life around very simply? Um, you know that old part of them not be part of them or like, mm, I don't what's, know, what's your thoughts on it? Like in general, because obviously you hear people say, ah, oh, stop trying to change me. I am who I am. All these different things. What's your just initial thoughts? People will change in their own time if they okay. want to change. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think change is something that can be forced upon someone. Yeah. You know I mean, like you can try, but usually, even if that person does change for a brief moment, they end up reverting back to the old ways. To how they, they were, Yeah, if they haven't wholeheartedly set their heart their own heart on change you know what i mean so i think change change is constant 
but you could be just changing for the worse. You know what I mean? You could already be bad and just continue to grow in, into that badness even more. So, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Until something life-changing kind of hits you. I don't think any amount of talking will really change someone. Usually, there's a cause and effect. So someone could be doing badness or not even be doing badness. They might just be a lazy person mm. in general and then something mad happens in their life and just completely reforms their character. But not usually through what people have said. You know what I mean? Because I feel like yeah, advice is given but usually it's taken late after the consequence. After the consequence, yeah. You know what I mean? So fact. yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. What, what about you? What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I... I think you summed that out quite nicely, to yeah. be honest. Um, like, can a leopard change its spots? It can. <laughs> yeah. But usually it doesn't come just from words sometimes. Mm, it comes, yeah, it's causing It comes effect. after you've been you've been hurt or you've been, like, done over badly mm. or mm. you made a massive mistake. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I think different personalities play a part <coughs> into this. So Definitely. Yeah. if you're someone that can just take advice and take that on board like straight away then yeah other people might just want to find out their own way first mm, 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 um mm, mm, mm. so but yeah it's a strange one because i think everybody can change yeah. and i think it as you mentioned it has to come from them though mm, like mm. no matter how anyone can get at you whatever duh, 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 duh. Mm. like you're the person that has to kind of set that emotion and carry yeah. it through yeah so so yeah in regards to the statement of like you know when people are like oh you know you should take me as i am duh, 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 duh. yeah um i agree with that to a certain extent but at the same time a majority don't <laughs> agree with it because mm, 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 mm. i think ultimately you can become who you want to become mm. yeah um like personality wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, some people will say position wise or whatever. But mm. I think personality wise, you can really become who you want if you're really dedicated to that. Um, yeah. There might be certain things about yourself that you think are critical to your character mm. and people should accept that as it mm. is. But if I think if you really wanted to change certain things, you could with enough effort. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, definitely, yeah. I, but then the question comes like, how. How much are you willing to change? Mm. And is mm. that change you do you deem that change to be beneficial for you? For yourself, yeah, true, yeah. true. That's so, a good question, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. I feel like how much how much are you willing to change? Sometimes it depends on your circumstances as well. You know, mm. that's where it can come down to because it's like you could be asking that question to someone that's thriving, but their personality or just their behavior in general or their way of life is. You know what I mean? Completely wayward. Yeah. You know, but if they're still thriving, regardless of the chaos that they're ensuing whenever they're around, they're not necessarily going to listen. You know what I mean? But if the person that if the if the situation is in dire straits, then you know it might be a little different. Do you get what I mean? But um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a tough question to ask because I feel like so many people are so different, man. Yeah. Definitely. All it takes is maybe. I don't know, one pos- even more positive ha- thing happening to them as a result of someone's words for them to change rather than... Cause I don't, I don't want to necessarily base it on just negatives because there's, there's situations where sometimes you just grow up as well. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like Sometimes like they, they do say like girls are ahead of guys in maturity, but I feel like a lot of us, or some guys literally get to an age where they're like, nah, man, you know, like, it's dumb. Now, you know what I mean? Or it's that way is not working for me. You know what I mean? It's not It's not the way I envisage myself to be now, especially now that I'm looking around and all the other people around me have got to the level where I feel like I should be at. 
Do you get what I mean? So you know why? On that maturity thing, yeah, I think I'm not sure how accurate that statement is. I think like maturity levels are usually based on responsibility. Mm. Explain further. So I feel like that whole like um, maturity thing, like girls being better than boys, it stems from like the sexual sides of things, okay. like relationship type type of things. But I think in general, yeah, yeah, I think if responsibility is placed on like someone who's younger or whatever, yeah. you quickly when you talk to them, you're like, oh, you're mature. Mm, true. As opposed to someone who doesn't really have any responsibilities. In so, any do you feel way. like in in a in a in a typical house out, regardless of whether the girl a girl is older or younger, she gets more responsibility compared to the to the son? Like, in no, a, that's in what a, I'm saying. I'm not necessarily agreeing with that. Oh, that okay, 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 okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. That I think that statement comes a lot from just for having responsibility in in general. No, no. I think being. that specific statement comes in ref- in like relationship terms. A lot of girls will say, "Ah." Oh, Oh, you think? Yeah, I, that's what I think. It's weird. Like, that's a good That's a good point, but I wouldn't agree because okay, I was at work here and we was having this conversation about children, innit? And um, obviously, God willing, I do have kids in the future. But I was just like, I, I don't get the whole, I'm trying to have a son to continue my legacy. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't care. Like, obviously, God forgive me, I'll be happy if I got a son first okay, too, innit? But like, I've always had like guys in my family, like uncles, my brother and that. So it's just like, I don't know what it is apart from my mom to kind of have a girl to kind of, necessarily like nurture and learn from as well because sometimes okay. when you're around when you're around girls they'll be dropping game on you you know what i mean whether they're older or younger and it's like oh you can take it don't get me wrong they can be mad annoying too but <laughs> it's like it's that different element like, i always want to see that side in it so we was talking i was just like yeah, i don't mind if my my first child is a, is a girl in it like, and i have a daughter first because i feel like they know what it is to be a bit more emotionally attached to stuff anyway not that i'm going to be dumping my burdens on them but you know sometimes girls are a bit more quick to see that there's something wrong with you now yeah, yeah. and, and sit sit next to you, you know, and chat. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah. and guys don't have that like i'm a guy I, I, we don't have that you know mm. what i mean like but um I, was, I like that element and obviously i was talking to a guy that's like significantly older than me and he's like yeah like my daughter is just like she's a nightmare now but he was like growing up she was always so much mature so much more mature than the boys her age and you could actively see it and she, it was like, it wasn't just her. It was a lot of the other girls that she would hang around or play with. You'd like, put them in a room together and you could see that like, the girls were just naturally a bit more mature from young to compare to boys. So that's why I was like, oh, is it because they get more responsibilities placed on them from that age? Or is it just a, a psychological thing where if you think about it, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to stereotype either, but I feel like guys in general are less likely to listen to advice as youngsters. Like they're, no, yeah, they're, I agree they're more that. likely to go and do something, feel the pain of it, and yeah. then say, I'm not doing that again. Whereas uh, yeah. if you was to tell a girl, don't do that because you're going to burn this, it's calculated. So they'll be like, oh, this guy that I trust, which is my dad, has said this, and he hasn't led me astray so far, so I'll just run with it and listen to what he has to say. Whereas the boy would be like, I'm a guy too. Like, what's she talking about? Like, this is <laughs> this is not going to be that painful. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that that's where like from early like they do have a bit more mature like obviously when it gets into relationships we all know that is the case but I feel like just the sense of reasoning and risk taking the levels are different I think from early girls are not you do get some girls that are wild they're on anything as well but they're not as big a risk takers as guys are in terms of trying stuff or trying new yeah. stuff out do you get what I mean right, so, doubt. guys so, are more um, definitely more a hundred percent. That's why you Definitely get you get that like, boy boy children like smashing up your house and that. Yeah. You know what I mean. Whereas I'm I think broken legs. Yeah, like yeah. You know, <laughs> God forbid. But yeah, you know. But I, I feel like girls can understand much quicker 
the repercussion or consequences and actions, you know, you know what I mean? Especially with the way you nurture them and you train them anyway. If they see like, oh, my parents, they're trying to be, not that boys are not trying to be like that, but I just feel like there's a, there's too much more of a lively energy in guys than there is you know in what? women. So you say, yeah, it's because, yeah, we're kind of veering, but even like, in terms no, that's fair, man. This is a good conversation. Yeah, yeah go on. Yeah. Even in terms of like, um, parenting, like, I feel like, a lot of people, they might just let their boys figure it out, whereas they will school. Yeah, their yeah, 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 yeah. hundred percent agree with that. And you think that's that. because... Definitely. Boys will be boys. That's the biggest thing. There's bigger, like, um, consequences if a girl gets it wrong. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's what it is. You know, like, like I said, like I was literally just said a second ago, there's that saying, boys will be boys. Like, yeah. they can afford to mess up. You know what I mean? Like, and just... Kind of almost disgrace you in public, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's like when it's a girl, it's like, oh, you can't control your daughter. Like it's a female, like why do like not female, but it's a lady. Like why do she's not a lady, but she's a you know um, a woman. So like why doesn't she know how to act as a lady and whatever? Even though she's a toddler, so I feel like yeah, there is that expectation as well from society. You know what I mean? It's fine for boys to be reckless, and I don't want to use the word, but a bit blasé in their behavior. Yeah. Whereas it's not really acceptable even for women at that young age to be like that. They have to carry themselves as quite conservative, polite, you know what I mean? Like, well-mannered, you know what I mean? So, yeah, there's definitely constructs set up from when they're born, for, for sure. Yeah. But I feel like with those constructs, maturity does come into it much quicker. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I feel like, like you said, they're just, they're parent. a lot of the time, I feel like they are parented a little bit different. Yeah. You know, that like sometimes you hear, like, parents speaking to their, their, their male children, like, oh, like, like, in a baby voice. But they'll speak to a girl clear, clear as day, like an adult. And the girl will kind of clock and be like, you know what I mean? Whatever. It is what it is. I've got what you're saying. So, yeah, there's so many differences. But, yeah, I feel like maturity comes from that. And, obviously, when it does get to an age of relationship uh, relationship level, yeah, I feel like they're already streaks ahead of guys because they've been kind of trained to to be responsible. That's the word, in it? To be responsible. I don't think guys have that responsibility element so early. It's like you're a guy. You kind of figure it out, like you're saying. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I think Africans... Black parents in general try to instill responsibility from early, but I feel like there's more expectation on that. Get said it on the album. It was just like, uh, me and my brother used to get away with murder, but the things that we used to do, my sister would get punished for straight away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's different kind of levels of um, discipline as well, you know, Same. discipline and freedom. So yeah, that's why I think the maturity kind of stems from and then goes from there. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. And that's probably why a lot of girls would be better in school. <laughs> no, 100, 100, yeah. 100 for sure. So yeah, man. A lot of them are still having fun, but. When it comes to studying, they know what it is. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure, for sure, for sure. So yeah, I'm also interested in the discussion. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Innit? When I'm doing my baby review in like nah, three I mean, or four years' time, I'll be like, oh, it's a boy. Like, I'm doing this time, like <laughs> my legacy continues. But yeah, nah, for real. Nah, but e- um, even before we go to the next topic, yeah, why is that such a big thing for guys? Because I think any child you have is gonna continue the legacy anyway. No, you. Okay, you say that, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you say that as a person with multiple males in their family. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So, yeah. let's say if you was the person with, like, you was the only male in your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You was the only person, for example, that had your last name. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't have a son, that might die out. Yeah. Certain people might feel that pressure. Other people might not care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. People don't attach whatever they. Yeah, to their name. No, no. But um, it's the whole changing surname thing. I think. Oh, that's the biggest issue for people. Okay, man. I just see as long as that person's got your blood running through their veins, your legacy 
is always going to be there, no matter what. It's etched, especially if they become great. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So I don't really think a name, because you know, so much changes like in names. Like if we're talking about names, this is another thing we can delve into in terms of conversation. Like history changes a lot of names and changes a lot of things for people's history. Don't get me wrong. I think our generation, not not specifically me, but our generation, we do have a lot of history attached to our names, innit? So like you'll see it on an, a job application. I might see an email and it might be like, you know, Adekoya or something. I'm like, oh, that's a Nigerian. You know <laughs> what I mean? Or or Frimpong, I'm like, yeah, they're yeah. So it's good. Like I like that kind of you know where people's from from their surnames, but if you're looking back to I don't think we suffered it as much as like America African American people suffered it, but slavery just completely ruined their thing. You know, it's it's Jackson, it's Smith. You know what I mean? It's Howard, whatever. They don't have the African entitlements, in it? Like, even me, like, I don't have an African surname per se, but I know my back history, especially from my mum's side, innit? Yeah. So it's like, I can trace it and be like, this is this is the root of the foundation. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, like, I don't, I, that's why I think maybe for me, it's never been seen as, oh, like, this is a big thing that like, you need to carry on in it. Yeah, I just yeah. see that whatever child I have, you're the representation of me, regardless of if you're male or female. And the way you carry yourself and what you achieve is representation of all of us. Because oh, people are going to want to dig, like, who was her dad? You know what I mean? Like, or who was his dad or whatever. Yeah, you get what yeah. I mean? So I feel like that's the biggest thing we should focus on. Like, name is important, but I feel like the way you represent it is what makes it what it is. Do you get what I mean? Like, because you could just be an ordinary person, had children, you know, God forbid, no one that I'm around is ordinary anyway, but kind of like die in old age and you're not really remembered. Yeah. But, you know, you could be someone that really stands out. You know, you have kids. You might just have all girls, like... You know, but they end up leaving you a mad legacy. Like, oh, they come from this family, though. This was their dad. You get what I mean? So it varies. It varies. That's why I think for me, in the back of my mind, it never really mattered. I was just like, the person that you produce or God gives you, yeah, they become like you already, become even greater and something special. That's a mad representation already. Do you get what I mean? So I, I don't think the name holds, like, it holds value because it means a lot to us and we know the foundations of where it comes from. And it's like remembering our own parents as well. But I feel like when you come with something new, that's already a mad miracle. Like, this is <laughs> this is my mini me, innit? And yeah. now they got they got the world at their feet. So if they do something amazing, like that's my that's my child, yeah. You know what it is? It's crazy. So that's how I always looked at it. But um, yeah, like even even delving in from that year, before we move on to the next topic, like last question on this year, I was having this obviously one of our I don't want to even want to put people's business out there yet, but obviously, like I've had friends and some of them have been with women and they only have wanna have one child. Like I don't want to have any more. Like, how do you feel about that situation? If you like married and you didn't really discuss it beforehand and you've had your first one and your wife's like, yeah, I'm not having any more. How would you kind of approach the situation if you wanted more? Would you just take on the chin and be like, it is what it is? Or would you kind of try to approach it in a persuasive way to be like, we can just have one more? Or would you just leave it as that? No, yeah. If 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 it's something that's a really burning desire, it can't be left there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a new wife. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. Not even but it's something that has to be discussed like prior. Okay. I mean, like it's yeah, gonna be discussed yeah. prior. Like yeah, you yeah, can't, for real. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. Until you get yeah, that yeah. Stage and now, obviously, like, people do change. Their yeah, lives. yeah. That's what. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say yeah. people do change as well. Um, and then you have to decide if you're cool with that or if you're not. Mm-hmm. Huh? But it's mad though, because if you've had one already. Can't just leave now. If, they, if she's like, no, nah, oh, yeah, no exactly. You know oh, what I mean? Some so people can. What's oh. the yeah? But <laughs> 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 what's the compromise? You know what I mean? Like, it's mad. Well, obviously, girls, women go through a lot in that, innit? So I'm never saying that we should ever call the shots, but it must be a comp- it must be a hard compromise to make if you feel like oh, I just went down one more. So it's like at least there's they got each other. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, like in that situation, I was thinking about. It, I was just like, I don't, I don't know what I do. You know what I mean? Sometimes I joke. I'm like, yeah, what's come? Like, uh, but. 
I get it, innit? Because obviously I got my brother, like, you got you got a sibling as well. And you yeah. kind of, the relationship can't really be replicated. Even yeah. as annoying as they are, you do share some moments together. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's mad that I got a sibling that we had, we went through all that stuff together. You get what I mean? So, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, it's interesting, innit? So I was thinking, oh, let me ask your take on it. Like, what would you do, though, if your, your partner, married partner, was just like, yeah, we don't have any more? Straight away, like, no. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> she may be listening. <laughs> I'm joking, he's not married, but I'm just saying, you know, the future the future wife might be listed, like, wherever she is, like. Watching, watching. And then she she listens back at this in 10 years and be yeah, like, I mean. what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I shouldn't have a relationship where people are just like, no. Yeah, you know, true, true, true. You know I mean? Especially big things like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it should be discussed, obviously... There's serious reasons for it, maybe yeah. health or whatever. Yeah, you know, you have to take down the chin in it. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. It's one of them ones where you can either discuss it or you, it's not something I would like leave. I don't think it would make me completely, completely unhappy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's something that be, might be a little bit in the back of your mind, like yeah, yeah, oh, it would have been true. nice. Yeah, cool. So it's something I have to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Or okay. <laughs> <Hit the door. laughs> out the door, nah, the I'm because I was thinking like it's a lot. Like it costs a lot to raise children. It's it's very time consuming. You know what I mean? I, there's a lot of sleepless nights. So I was thinking, what ain't so bad? But I'm not speaking any negativity because you never know what blessing can come. You know what I mean? But uh, no, nah, like definitely, it's a conversation. I think that needs to be had again. And like you said, I wouldn't like to be in a situation. Not that I'm criticizing anyone else's thing here, but I wouldn't like to be in a situation where it's just like no. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's no compromise. But like you said, if it's a health thing, I've got love for that person. I'm, I'm taking it as that, innit? Like, I yeah, don't want him to be sick or whatever. Or I'm definitely running with it. Like like you said, though, it might be in the back of my mind, but there's not really much else you could do about it. But if it's not that, and it's just like, no, you know, some persuasion has to go on. You know what I mean? But it's mad because a lot of symptoms can come from that. Like depression and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to put my partner in that situation. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a very... It's a very real thing that a lot of people do deal with, isn't it? So I was just like, yeah. I just want to get your thoughts on this still, but yeah. No, I hear that, I hear That's that, I man. Do, for sure. So even on this topic, yeah, like, yeah. like we've been talking about changing and all this all this different stuff, but yeah. do you think like there's some things that are like innately in you? So like it's the whole nature versus nurture discussion. So obviously we all know environment mm-hmm. shapes a lot of beings, right? Yeah. But what about things that have like your DNA basically? Example. Like someone might be angry. Maybe angry people are in their family or whatever. Oh, okay, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily even negative. <laughs> mm. But do you think there's certain things about you that, you know, are just innately you? Hmm. Good question. I don't know, because I feel like as a child, you're born as a blank canvas. Like you might inherit someone's DNA, but it doesn't mean that you have to be exactly like them. You know what I mean? Okay. Because there's some great sports sports athletes, and some of their kids are just not, never going to reach the levels mm. that they've achieved. So if that was the case, everyone would be kind of, you know, kind of, what's it, mirroring what their parents or even doing better. Some do, some don't. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's in ever innately you. I think it's more nurture. It's what you've been nurtured with and the habits that you get taught. So if someone's angry and they say, oh, it's just in my bloodline, but you've been doing the same the same actions and the same things and doing the same scenarios over and over for generations, then you're going to have that. 
growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? That's that's definitely nature. I'm sorry, it's not nature, it's nurture. That's how you're being brought up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone like, for example, I use a sports star. Like, um, not everyone makes it, so this is even a bad example, but um he always says it. Um Tyson Fury is like, oh, it's fighting's in my blood. It's what we do. Yeah. Now, my dad was a fighter. My great-granddad was a fighter. You know what I mean? I think sometimes that's more like they've been nurtured into that. Mm. But if his dad was a fighter and Tyson Fury went to secondary school in like, I don't know, Brighton, and he was allowed to like do spray painting in his spare time, he might not be a boxer. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? no, yeah, he might still say like, yeah, it's in my blood, but he might not be at the level that he is now, innit? Yeah. So I think a lot of stuff that shapes people is definitely through nurture rather than nature. You know, like... People might say, oh, it's in my nature to be like that, but I feel like usually it comes from the way they've been nurtured or the environment that's nurtured them. Because it's not necessarily mm. parents, you know. Sometimes people just find themselves... Their parent might have been an angry person and they might have moved to an area, I don't know, where they thought, oh, yeah, this is calm, nothing happens around here. Then their child steps out. And they're not necessarily like that at home, but the friends that they keep and the environments that they find themselves in, they start to become like the parent yeah. mm-hmm. was, you know what I mean, 15 years ago that they tried to drag them uh, drag themselves away from. So, yeah, I don't think it's ever nature. It's more nurture. But sometimes nature does come into it. It does come into it. But I don't think that's a, it's a common occurrence. I think that's a rarity, to be honest. Like someone's just born wicked like i feel like it's definitely no nah, I, I don't even think that's the case i think more times it's nurture definitely Wait, what are your thoughts mm, no I, i'll say i agree i i'm gonna advocate a bit more for the nature side nature, okay go ahead man. i yeah. think that there are i think there must be things that are passed down through generations um yeah you can get there that's true if it's gone finish, finish and i was gonna I'll say in relation to that like i do feel like you might have a greater propensity to do certain things. Okay. Or like act in a certain way. Okay. If yeah. it's in your like in quote your unquote DNA. Yeah. Um but as you have mentioned, I think it can be trained out of you. Mm. Like if you're in different environments, mm. maybe these things are never even activated, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or ne- mm-hmm. not even like expressed. So I feel like yeah, some people aren't a bit more because you see, you see all the time, two children in the same household, they mm. come out a bit different. True. And even twins. Yeah, even twins. Yeah, they're always different. They're yeah. always different. So maybe there is a bit of nature there. Maybe they're treated differently. Who knows? But yeah, 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 I still course. think you might have a certain like, um, you might lean towards a certain like disposition. Mm. But regardless, I think most things can be changed if. Okay. You, if you're so willing. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I do. Yeah. No, I do. And determined yeah. over a long period if of time. If you're willing. Yeah. That's the key thing. You know what I mean? I think nature, I was going to say, nature does come into it sometimes when it's like certain, certain DNA, DNA elements. Like if you're, if there's like an illness in your family, that can get passed down. That's nature. That's not nurture. Um, <laughs> well, we was even, I don't even remember this, but on a previous pod, we were yeah. also even discussing that. Obviously, there's illnesses in the family, and you might be at a higher risk, but also you're playing into that by yeah by believing in it because sometimes you don't have don't to even put, believe in it, but doing all the same actions. So yeah, like true, eating all the true, that, stuff yeah, and true, 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 true. I was I was gonna I was yeah. gonna combat that and say, well, even though that's in your family, even though you're at higher risk or likeliness, it doesn't necessarily mean that has to be the case for you. You know what I mean? That's but it. that usually, but that stuff does come from nature where it just gets passed down, mm. and you just have to actively work to make sure you don't work against that. Yeah. You know I mean, mm-hmm. but now you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it is in people's nature. It is, but I just, 
I feel like nurture just plays so much of a big part in it. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's I think it kind of it tips the scales more than it does nature. You know what I mean? Agreed. Because yeah, you know some people can be born to wicked people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they'll turn out like that. You know, and I, I've seen it in, in um in like my own eyes. Like I remember there was a time I used to go to a barber's in in Elton minute because I had a mixed race done. I was thinking, oh, this guy will be decent. You know what I mean? He's working with Turkish friends. I went there. Mm-hmm. I was getting my hair cut. It was decent, in it? But I think it was just, it was expensive. And at times, I was like, I can't keep coming here, innit? But he told me a story one time, like, it's crazy how far this place has come. Like, obviously, from the days of, like, Stephen Lawrence and that. And he was like, I actually met one of the children of uh, the family that was connected to the people that did whatever they did to Stephen, innit? Mm. And he was just like, you wouldn't believe it. The guy's nothing like them. Like, proper, like, cultured like obviously just because you listen to black music doesn't mean that you're that way but yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. was just like you know he was talking about all these friends and uh, he was uh, he was friends with a lot of black people as well innit? and he was just like very kind of in he into like in, intuitive with like the crowd of what it is to be to be black basically innit? Yeah. and he was just like yeah like all that stuff that happened in the past like that my family are connected to like yeah it's just like i don't even advocate for that you know what i mean like, it's proper speaking out against him mm-hmm. i was just like that's mad you know what i mean i'm sure he hasn't been nurtured to be like to be like that, but the nature and the environments that he finds himself in, it's a whole different time now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the classes and a lot of the surrounding areas now has got a lot more people that look like us that live there. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to be in and amongst them from primary school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even if you're getting kind of taught the one, two bits at home, when you come out into the real world, it's different for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not the way it used to be before. So yeah, like sometimes uh, nature can, you know, n- nature always can be affected by. Uh, Nurture can sometimes be affected by nature. Yeah. The the things that you find yourself in as well. So, yeah. No, yeah. That's dope. I think, I think there's certain things that nature affects and certain things it doesn't. So, mm. stuff like beliefs and mm. all that, I think most of that stuff, all of it mostly is like, you know, it's been impressed onto someone. Mm. Um, And there's been... I've been seeing numerous stories recently of people that have been admitting that they were racist, but you know their eyes have been opened. Oh really? Um, See, I, I don't, I don't ever come across those stories, but that's that's dope to no, hear. Though, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was one on LBC, yeah. um, where a guy. I need to listen to that. You know, it's actually kind of interesting. Like, it was like, actually interesting because mad debates, like for real. Obviously, no one was. Um, no one really out. comes out and says that yeah, ever, yeah, 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 <laughs> even yeah. though we know you was at one point in time. Well, you are. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So this guy was basically like, "Raw." I feel like we need to have this conversation because obviously people are too afraid of being cancelled and they won't mm. admit this part. Um, you know, a good proportion of us are racist. Like, he was like, um, back in the day, like, I was from a small village. Um, yeah. The only media we saw of, like, black people, for example, was on Islands TV. Stuff. Yeah, or just um, whatever, yeah. All the, like, stereotypes. Stereotypes, basically. yeah, yeah. Um, his family used to make uh, racist jokes and that was the norm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the norm. And it was only until he went to university he started meeting some of these people. Yeah. That he realised, oh, like, some of the stuff or, like, these lot were saying was is not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, when he would go back to his family, yeah. like, whenever, he would be like, rah, they would still be saying the same type same of jokes. Stuff, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. he'd start to feel uncomfortable. Awkward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. like, I guess his ignorance had gone in it. So yeah, yeah. he would start challenging them and he would, and they would tell him, oh, line up. Like, yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine that. Yeah, well. so... Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just... Before this, I saw something on the BBC as well. There was like this um this football fan. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I used to be racist. My daughter, 
she held me to account and she really changed my mindset on everything. Really? Wow. And the guy so was being that. interviewed by like an Indian guy, innit? Oh, is it? Like, oh, yeah, wow. I used to say the N-word, the P-word, all that stuff. But um, it was just, it was normalised, you know what I mean? Was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone yeah. did it. Like, yeah. it was a chant and he used to say stuff like, you know, you can't bring over a black boyfriend, all these stuff. Yeah. Too <laughs> yeah. Typical, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. he was like, yeah, he's really ashamed of who he used to be. Yeah. Like, you know, he's been interacted with, like, you know, ethnic minorities now. Like, his daughter's been educating him. And now he's he's not just not racist, he's anti-racist now. Yeah, that's like, dope, he man. actually fights against it. Yeah. So, that's dope. We can't deny how much, um, what's it, nurture yeah, does, yeah. or environment does play a part. Invi- but yeah, yeah, for sure. At the same time, it's not an excuse, in it? No, no, of course, you can of course. Always be changed, you can always, you can always be, be educated. You can always actively go and seek the truth as well That's it. for yourself. You know what I mean? Some people Literally just like... Literally relating to you, our last century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and finding out the truth for yourself. You know what I mean? People like to be ignorant because it's a comfort zone. It is. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you'll find out all this new stuff that disproves what your thoughts were, it's kind of... It's, it's, in a, it's an uncomfortable environment to be in. Yeah, it's a shock to the system. Yeah, like <laughs> learning new things in general is an uncomfortable environment. But that's why I respect people that that really travel outside of their comfort zone and travel to different countries yeah, and interact with these people and be like, nah, man, like, you know, like, obviously, I don't even want to give them too much ratings because migration is that in general. But when some of these people that might have those views travel to all these different countries and they start interacting with the people mm. they might have had those things about or those thoughts or those stereo, those views on and really get embedded in the community, it's like, nah, man, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I've never experienced anything like this. Exactly. So, Really, like, usually whenever they do kind of make that change or they start to, their eyes are open, they start to see the truth, they're very strong advocates. Yeah. Like, against, like, racism, you know what I mean? Which mm. is dope to see, you know what I mean? But, you know, not everyone's going to want to operate outside of their comfort zone and leave the ignorance behind, you know? So that's how it goes, man. And regardless of racism, like, I'm not going to play us down, but sometimes even us as a generation, we can be ignorant too. In our, in our views on mm. certain situations not even on not in t- talking about race but no, just, just in general yeah in general yeah. you know what i mean like ignorance can be bliss when you're like if i say this my friend is gonna back me even <laughs> though you know even though you know you're kind of in a yeah, wrong or whatever yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know yeah man operating outside your comfort zone is a is a big thing that it takes a while to adjust but when people really find the tr- their truth and the f- you know they see the v- like people and the values of what the world is really about it's a it's a beautiful thing for sure man oh 100 yeah. man that's where children come into it, man. They enlighten their parents. Like, it's, it's dope. That's what I was telling you. Even with my story and your story, it's like this new generation of kids, let's just say specifically white kids, some of them now on this thing that they're not racist. Yeah. They, that's ed- it. they actively go out of their way to pressure their parents, like, you need to do better. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, I know what's good is that there's like enough, like social media, basically. Social yeah, media, yeah, the yeah, internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's enough yeah. resources where you can now educate yourself. Yeah, no yeah, for sure. for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it's it's a good thing. Hopefully, yeah. you know, still a long way to go. Still a long but, way to yeah, go, yeah, but yeah. hopefully, it can continue that way. Yeah, man, sure. definitely. And even operating out of your comfort zone. Yeah. One guy that never stops challenging himself, Mister Ronaldo, man, back in Manchester. What's your feelings? CR seven, my boy, <laughs> bro. If you'd gone to City, I would have bought a message as you know, straight up and down. But um, no, nah, man, it was sick, like. But the thing for me, yeah, I'm I'm very like. Like, we talk about this, it might be even the topic. I'm very proud of past glories. Not for myself, mm. but when you've achieved a certain level of... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, legend, legend, uh, legendary or legend. Yeah. 
a certain level of legend yeah? That status. I don't <laughs> want you to ruin it. You know mm. what I mean? So like him coming back, I was I wasn't as gassed as everyone else was. Like, oh, Ronaldo. Blah, blah. I was just like, did you know what? Did you see what this guy did the first time he was here? Like, him coming back. How can he match this? How guy? can he match it? You know what I mean? Like, he can't. He definitely can't better it yeah. because they won too many trophies and he did too many things. You know, so I wasn't. I was. I, would, I never say I'll be sad because he still operates at a high level playing for the national team and that. But I felt like the move wasn't necessarily necessary because a lot of people are like, oh, he's better than most of the stuff that we got now. Yeah, which may be true, but he's achieved too much that I don't want him to tarnish his legacy. Mm. If it was a thing where he was coming from another club, let's say, you know, in the past, he might, he played for Arsenal and then he left and he was just cold and he came to United. I'd be a bit gassed, like, oh, no, no, he's still yeah, cold, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But when, he's been there when you've done too much, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, like like you say, they, they say that, oh, you're living off past glories, you're not the same, like, it really can be that. I think he's still a fantastic player. He's still got a lot to offer, in it? But I just don't want him to tarnish his legacy in any way, shape or form. Mm. That's that's my biggest thing. I'd rather have United be average for another three seasons than him come back, play semi-decent, you know, we're close to challenging and we're thereabouts and we still don't win anything. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Everyone's screaming CR7 and he falls out of the club, you know? Yeah. I don't think he will, but, you know, like, he's he's achieved a lot, you know, and I, I take great pride in that. You know, like I, I try not to live off past glories, but when you're cementing yourself, this, this is someone that gets a statue outside no, of the stadium. Class, yeah. You know what I mean? Your Thierry's, you know, your Vincent companies from Man City. So it's like, you're a big player, man. You know, so the way these lot of criticizing United players week in, week out, <laughs> are you ready Does for that same level of criticism? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like times have changed, football's changed, especially the Premier League. Like a lot of teams have gotten better. He's still a guy. You know what I mean? I'm not just trying to like, downplay him or anything but you know it's, it's a hard it's a hard feat to live up to yeah big you know I mean? second time round for mm-hmm. sure what are your thoughts anyway on, on him coming back to United no yeah I think it's obviously it's a massive move like for sentimental reasons mm. um and he offers something different yeah he he's a born winner isn't it? yeah definitely like, he's got the experience wins. as well yeah for <laughs> so sure. that experience would definitely be good for the squad um and Obviously, he's a much different player than the one that left. Yeah. But he's still quite potent. Like, no, he is, yeah. He's doing bits in Juventus. Juventus so as well, yeah. I think I think it's dangerous because the expectation on him, even though he's 36, so high. still might be mad high. Enough. So high. Um, but I think it could be I think it could be decent. Like a master stroke. Because obviously, if Ibrahimovic can come... And he did bits for United. You know what I mean? Your Henrik Larsons, if you're going back, Eric Cantona, I was like, all these old guys come in and they still play dope. You know, then I'll give it to you. But it's, I just feel like people should give him a bit of leeway because he's not going to be the same level yeah. that he was before. He was different. You know what I mean? So it's a lot. But like, for example, I compare the two transitions. Like when Thierry came back, it was like yeah. a low move. But no one was expecting Thierry Henry of 03 or 04. You know what oh, I mean? When he was sure. running past. Sure. But they gave him the leeway, like he's here just to help. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But now. With Ronaldo, it's a bit different. It's like, now nah, he's here to win us this mm. thing. You know what I mean? So when he doesn't achieve that, fans can be fickle. I don't think United fans are as fickle, but fans can be fickle in general. You know what I mean? Especially when they want to win. So they'll be like, oh, oh yeah, nah, it's not working out, blah, blah, blah. I don't think they'll say that because he's yeah, got yeah, so yeah, much yeah. of a legend of status, but the expectation is a lot. You know what I mean? There's a no, lot of expectation now. So, and I feel like, I love CR7, innit? Like, you know, I might even name my son Cristiano, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like with him, yeah, I feel like a te- like I don't want to downplay his character because I feel like he's a genuine human being. But I feel like the light he he does revel in the limelight. Yeah. Because obviously Messi has just left now. He's gone to PSG, <laughs> which no one ever saw coming. Maybe me. I think there might have been a podcast episode where I said he was leaving. I just got the year wrong. You know what I mean? Check that out. Um, but 
it's like he's got all the spotlight now. You know what I mean? He's getting stupid money. He's getting NFTs for joining a club. How does that? And then all of a sudden, that like, Ronaldo's talking about he's leaving Juventus. Like, it came out of nowhere. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, came out of nowhere. I just kept hearing reports that like, he's unhappy. He wants to leave. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this is his team. Like, yeah. he's staying there. He's probably gonna retire in America after. But stop slandering my man, innit? And then mm. I heard. This guy was hugging people and catching a private jet. <laughs> then I heard he was almost joining Man City. I was just like, this is impossible. What are you not doing to my guy? You know what I mean? So I was just like, there was an element a bit of his reveling in the limelight. You know what I mean? But, but like, as long as you come back and give 100% and do what you can, even if we win the FA Cup, you know what I mean? It's some kind of success. It's a success story for him. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, definitely. yeah, man. The guy's a headed machine, bro. No, no, for real, man. For real. For so if I was to ask you now, do you think it will work out? Yes. I'm gonna say yes. I don't want to be okay. a pessimist, innit? Like I like to be an optimist on this thing, innit? My biggest fear is that I don't want people to have the same expectation they would have because of the past okay. rules. You know what I mean? Like base it on what he is now. But if 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 you like, if you're super confident on what he is now, is gonna win you the league. I'm with it as well. You know what I mean? But I, in my logic, I don't necessarily think it'll be enough to win the league. Okay, so yeah. if you had to give him an estimation, yeah. Or yeah. How many goals he's gonna get? Yeah, because obviously he's been getting like thirty plus. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Is. I think he'll get at least twenty goals this season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. What do you think? No, I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I actually I think, think because possible. if you're up front and you're 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 ball hugging, and yeah, you're in the box and it's clinical now, like he doesn't have to mm. run anymore. It's like I can say I can see twenty goals. You know what I mean? If Harry Kane can do it, like Harry Kane is not a guy that runs past people yeah, and skills yeah. them up. You know what I mean? He's, he's just clinical. So I think. Ronaldo is an even more p- polished finisher than that, mm. and he's got experience of winning things. I, f- I can see twenty goals, definitely. You know, oh, yeah. as long as he stays injury free, I can see it, man. So, what would you say would tarnish his legacy? Can if, it be? Can it be tarnished? Um, I know you expressed concerns earlier, but I feel like legacies can always be tarnished. You know, but he, I think he's done too much for it to be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just in my eyes, I see him as I haven't seen anything better. You know what I mean? I think. That level of consistency, greatness, determination, delivering on promises. Mm. I've only seen matched by maybe like two players. Him, Thierry Henry was like watching magic. Like that guy, I wasn't even an Arsenal supporter. <laughs> but them times there, I'm playing pro evolution yeah. to be Arsenal. You know what I mean? So it's like him, um, Cristiano. Like obviously, you've got your Ryan Giggs and your Paul Scholes. But for me, the other player, and I know we should hate them, was probably Steven Gerrard until like towards the end he started to fizzle out. Mm. But you know, this guy was winning games for Liverpool single handedly. So, them kind of guys there, it's like they're legends. You know what I mean? Nothing can ever really taint it. But it's like, could you imagine if they had left? Thierry came back, but he didn't have too much expectation for Arsenal to yeah. do anything because people understood what the team was. Mm-hmm. But now there's a certain expectation on United. Like the team's kind of there. They just have one or two missing pieces. And it's like now you have to deliver. You know what I mean? Like you got the, the Varane, you got the Pogba, mm. even if he's only here for this season. People will still judge you on that, but at the end, you had all these players, you didn't win anything. Shoot, you, know squad, I mean? you know what I mean? Your squad is now, very mighty, You're bro. coming into the Lions' <laughs> den of, uh, cool, like, you you had the scores and that before, but now you've got the new generation yeah. of the guys that are meant to be the guys, so what are you going to do with the team, you know? So, yeah, that's that's all it comes down to, but now he's a great, all-time great, mm. 100%. I'm happy he is back, and I think he will come good, definitely. I just don't know if it'll be the Premier League. It might be an FA Cup. I'll be happy with that, as long okay. as a trophy, you know what I mean? I think my odds on favourites to win it this season, I'm not going to lie, they're looking a bit scary. Is probably Chelsea. Mm. I'm gonna give it to them. Like Lukaku, opinion. Lukaku, that Stormzy up front. You know what <laughs> I mean, trust me, bro. William, people, too bro. big for your boots, boots <laughs> and that. Like Liverpool, I think they kind of fizzled out, but I think Chelsea, they're an annoying team. Like they got these young guys and they're quite consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think that they got the missing piece in him. So that's what that's who I'd put my money on as favourites to kind of win it. Mm. 
my boy Dixon will be listening to this, like, smiling his ass off in the car, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, now their team will come together good, and I feel like they got the coach for it as well, yeah. so. Yeah. No, I think he'll be quite tight this season. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, man. Way more than good to see. But, um, this discussion just made me think of something here in general. Like, yeah. Like, obviously, Ronaldo, he's, he's done what he's done, yeah. Mm. And, like, he's come back to kind of, like, establish himself or whatever. Yeah. But, you ever think about it, like, sometimes in life, like you have to do that as well. So let me let me explain further. Mm-hmm. So you have people, yeah. Let's yeah. say in high school they were the guy. Yeah, yeah. And then they go to uni or they go into the real world and they're no one. They're nobody. <laughs> <laughs> You're nobody. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, have to like sure. establish yourself. Establish yourself right? again and that. Yeah, and yeah, every, yeah. Like even every time you change job, you kind of have to reestablish yourself. Reestablish yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Because obviously people can get caught up in their past glories. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. That's life, man. I think you have to... People have to know what it is to be humble. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be the guy that you was in school everywhere. And usually, if you are that person, you're coming from a prestige background already. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. you come from a family of, this is what we're about. We go to places and we dominate. And we kind of carry a name that if you go anywhere, people will recognize you. Okay. And usually, not a lot of people have that. You know what I mean? Mm. So, we're we're climbing off of our own backs. Like, oh, like, Two Tones was the guy in school we knew was smart, but it was funny. You know what I mean? But you go into college or uni... Or going to uni, no one's gonna know that. I'm just gonna see you as a regular yeah, guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're not even funny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that kind of thing. So yeah, like I feel life is always an evolution of re-establishing yourself, especially when change happens, isn't it? I think living off of past glories, people that tend to do that often often tend to do it at their own peril because times change as well. Mm. So people are not like, for example, I don't even want to relate it to it, but people are not thinking about you as a sixteen year old with the nicest clothes and the nicest trainers, like because you had that then, that might not necessarily be my priority or focus now. No. You know what I mean? You might even still be on that. Like, oh yeah, he's always dressed nice, but he hasn't got anything else to show for it. You know what I mean? Like, whereas, you know, where where change and time 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 evolves, like people rarely kind of get by on past glories. You know what I mean? Unless it's ridiculous, like it's an achievement. Like it's yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily how you dressed or how you spoke to people or how many goals you got. It's about what you actually achieved that's recognised on a global or wider scale. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you might be able to live off a past glory if you was a guy that was 16 and you ran under 10 seconds. People be like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. at one point, it's one of the fastest and you can kind of coast by and laugh on that, but it's not going to carry, carry yeah, you through yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. But if you was to do that in year, I don't know, year 10, year 11, and then, I mean, at 18, you went to the Olympics and got like, close to Usain Bolt's record, you're cemented the legacy forever. That's it. That's do you get it. what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's delivering delivering on your past glories and evolving and becoming better from it. But if you're just solely caught up in that, people don't care, man. They move on. There might be some people that still tune in and feed into that kind of persona, but a wider range of people, they won't care. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my opinion on that anyway. Oh, so, yeah, that's definitely yeah. true, man. Like, and I think often when you do live on your past glories, it's maybe because you're not quite where you want to be. Yeah, and like, yeah. Definitely. Because if you're not living in the pre- if Definitely. you're living in the past, yeah. usually like your present is it's, there's not, not much not much going for you yeah. in the present. A hundred percent. And I feel like that's what. But I think that impedes your future. No, definitely, <laughs> man. I think definitely, and it, it's yeah, definitely. Oh come on, man. A hundred percent. I feel mm. like that's what a lot of these you know so-called people were talking. We were talking about you know people that get their freedom taken away from them and then they're in jail for time. Like lots, of, some of them do come out with that, just living off a of past glory. You know what I mean? But it's like. Yo, like, you might have been that person before, but I've got way more money than you. You know what I mean? And I've got, a, I might have a simple life, but 
my life is more in order than yours is. You know what I mean? So who, if we're talking about progress, even though you might still be famous in this area, like I've got a lifestyle where I can do whatever I want and I still had my freedom. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's uh, not, not not that I'm getting onto them. This can apply to anything anyway. But you know, like, yeah, I think a lot of people in general, not even just them, like in life, do have that kind of essence that some people do revel in their past glories and they don't build on that. You know what I mean? They don't build on the foundation. They think, oh, because I've got this reputation or I've got people that perceive me as this, I can carry on the way I am. You know what I mean? And usually it might work for your age mates, but there'll be a young person that will come out and I'll do whatever foundation or legacy mm-hmm. that you've left behind and now they're the focus of attention Ish. and all these young people don't even know who you are because you <laughs> haven't built on it. You know what I mean? So, That's it. Yeah, man. It's like getting complacent in a sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, guaranteed, like, if, if we're going back to CR7, could you imagine if he was absolutely brilliant at United, which he was, then he went to Real Madrid, did okay, maybe like won one title, then he went to Juventus. Kids would have stopped caring about him. That's it. But because he was so consistent for so long, mm. remember, like, even after, maybe after about two years or three years at being at Madrid, yeah, he wasn't doing stepovers and all the skills that no, he was he doing. He became efficient. Just efficient. 42, <laughs> 50 goals a season. You know, now this guy's got, like, obviously, we're talking about followers not really meaning way too much on a wider scale things, but he's got the most followers on social media. And that's paying. You know what I mean? It, it means pays. A lot. <laughs> it means a lot. You know what I mean? So just after Instagram, he's the most followed person, which exactly. is mad. So it's like that kind of transition from past glories into constant building and living in the present and chasing better has solidified him. You know what I mean? With 16-year-olds coming up now that still have CR7 shirts. Like, yeah. this is my favourite player. You know, so, yeah, man. So, Definitely. what do you think about the statement, you're only as good as your last performance? Yeah, that, I, that's, a, that's a question, you know, now that I think about it. Um... Maybe not as straightforward. No, nah, I don't think it's it. as straightforward. I think you say I would say you're only as good as your most current performance, if anything, because your last performance has been there. You've gone. You could have been. You could have scored a hat trick against the Champions League title holders. You know what I mean? Or you could have drawn the nicest goal in the club. But what about your current situation now? You find yourself in a, and amongst a bunch of new people that don't know what you did yesterday. You know, like I might mm. be with you, but I might be in a whole different circle of people that don't know me. So now when I'm talking about, oh, yeah, yesterday I was smashing it. Oh, da, da, da. <laughs> you might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone's going to be looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're only as good as your current your current state of play. That's how I'd say, isn't it? Like, the past comes and goes, in it? Like, whatever you're currently doing, whatever you're involved in now speaks the most. So whatever match, whatever your job, whatever life role you're going into, you know, definitely. I think your past speaks speaks for your reputation. That's what people can live off, like, oh, this is what he did. This is what he managed to achieve here, here, and here. So we can have this level of expectation when he comes here. Do you get what I mean? But in terms of them saying or people saying, oh, he's going to live up to that, they won't believe it if you come into a new, you know, into a new role, into a new team, and you don't perform. They're going to be like, oh, he was good there, but he's not that good in real life. But if you come into a new position, a new role, and you dominate, and you, you're even a little bit better than he was before, they'll be like, nah, this guy's... <laughs> there's no words... I can't have words to describe him, you know what I mean? So that's... that's. I wouldn't even say that's a great statement. You're only as good as your last performance. I would say... I don't know how to put it into new words, in it, But I think your present does the talking for you. you know, your actions in the present do the talking for you. So when people see you live in the flesh, delivering on the YouTube videos they've been seeing of you before, mm. that's when it solidifies it, you know what I mean? So for me, anyway. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that's accurate. Like yeah. obviously it depends what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It can vary into different things. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> but now, yeah, man. Interesting discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our seven though. United are gonna win the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing it now. <coughs> I don't know, yeah. man. It will be tight, I think. No, it'll be tight. 
I say I put my money on Chelsea though, but yeah, I'm still a United fan. But yeah, go on, but so. yeah, even in terms of like audience and that, yeah, like, mm, so obviously it's clear, yeah, that you yeah. can, you can build yourself up in one arena, yeah, yeah, um, and then like transition into other things, mm-hmm. like we've seen it with um, even CR Seven for example. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's still playing football, but yeah, he's also the most, you know. Yeah, Instagram, yeah, like, Instagrammable guy, man. Looks, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so it's clear that for um, individuals, that's possible. But would you say the same is true of companies? Explain. For example, yeah. OnlyFans, obviously, okay. they came up on the you know nudity thing. Yeah, and I think their shareholders is like, all right, it's this has now. a time limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put out the thing where they're gonna you know, change their content mm-hmm. or make it, like, non-explicit mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future or soon, basically. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of backlash and basically they've come out and said, like, oh, they think they might reverse it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What's your... <laughs> OnlyFans is always going to be OnlyFans. Like, they tainted it. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> nothing they can do to change it to be like, oh, no, we're just a, a streaming platform yeah. where you can watch people make beats and that. There'll be some still some kind of sexually explicit content floating around, even if they're banning them. You know what I mean? And I feel like because their brand was so built up on that, it's hard to change the stigma of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's like McDonald's saying we're a vegan chain restaurant now. No one would believe it. Mm. And they'll be like, "But you do burgers, like this is your <laughs> thing." You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Like for me, even though they said that, I was just like, "Nah, it's always gonna be that." I just perceive it as that, innit? Obviously, there might be youngsters that don't know anything about OnlyFans, so their generation might just see it as a streaming platform. Mm. You can watch people make beats and do drawings and stuff, but the current crop of people from our generation upwards to the ones that follow us, they know what it is. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, it's, it's for this. You know, so the fact that they're not sure as well, that oh, they might just reverse it and keep it the same, just just goes to show like they know they might even lose customers because they've come up with that platform yeah. and come mm-hmm. up that way. So they don't necessarily want to do anything that's going to be to the detriment of their company. So yeah, in my eyes, it's always going to be that kind of sexual nudity platform that people get paid to do whatever for. Mm. I don't even know what it was. You know, like when we first spoke about it, I think it was at the beginning of COVID. He was like, our oh, OnlyFans. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, I actually didn't know. Oh yeah. Before I was joking, I was like, no, I don't know. And then he was like, oh, Beyonce says it in a song. And it's funny, I was having this discussion. Someone was like, Beyonce probably didn't even know anyway. Someone wrote the lyrics. Just sang <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I didn't know. And then obviously after you mentioned it to me, I just saw a wave of people like making money off of it and then people breaking records, getting million dollars on it. Mm. And then I was just thinking, yeah, it's cool. People are making money, but it's like, you're just selling yourself. You know what I mean? To do that. But it is what it is. Like, I respect the come up either or, innit? But that's what I see that platform for because initially it wasn't built for that. Apparently it was just built for people to kind of display and share like different things, but it wasn't necessarily sexual explicit content. But I think the first people that got hold of it was like, oh shit, like, I can turn this into this. Yeah. And then that's, that's where I, those people just started running mm. with that. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, no. Nah. I don't I don't think it's ever going to be a brand that's necessarily changed. Even if they were to say, cool, we're not doing that no more. We do this. It will take a long time for that transition to really mm. kick in. You know what I mean? So for as long as they've been doing OnlyFans, it would probably be that plus more for it to really, the image to have been really changed. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, I think what plays a part into it is like how extreme what you're doing is. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah for mean? sure. Things that are quite explicit, like that's gonna stay in the minds mm, of people for longer. For a while, yeah. Especially if you've been on there watching yeah. that. So yeah. And obviously Definitely. OnlyFans it it brought so much controversy. Like there was yeah. so much discussion around mm, it. Like um mm, 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 mm. like obviously 
a lot of people, no, I think recently a lot of people have been saying like, you know, ultimately both genders are accountable, but men should hold the biggest L to this because they're funding these people. Yeah, basically. Wonder, yeah, with no demand, you know. Exactly. The flyers, nothing can People so. wouldn't be doing it. That's a fact, though. You hold this. Oh, man. Not me, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it's for real, though. For real, for real. But I remember, like, there was, remember, there was that wild story that, like, Pornhub was going to start, sh- like, allowing drill videos on their platform because it was getting built. Oh, like, yeah, because they were getting banned from YouTube. <laughs> so they were like, oh, Pornhub is another area where we could, we could display drill videos. I was like, that would be, that would actually just be nonsense. You know, you know what that I mean? Is? Like, Creative marketing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was thinking that would actually be mad, like drill videos on Pornhub. I was just like, I don't even know if it would work, but it probably would be like, I'd still attract loads of people. I'm sure it's like, all over the house. Yeah, there. trust me. I was just like, <laughs> I would be one of those one. people that's going there just to watch drill videos. That's mad, <laughs> bro. Because they're getting pulled down at a fast rate on YouTube, innit? So I can't remember where this story came from, but there was a, a story floating around that oh, they were just going to put drill videos on Pornhub, innit? I was just like, that's <laughs> mental. Violence and sex in one, bro. That's uh, mad. ridiculous, man. That's actually mad, but yeah. Nah, but. Yeah, I think it can be difficult. And yeah. I think how... Mm, yeah, I don't think you can... Actually, I'm not going to say you can't because... Well, I think it might be difficult for you to like completely be in one thing, stop that completely, and just mm. try and be in another arena. Another, yeah. I think the, the companies that have done it well have continued whatever their primary thing was mm. and just made branches. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's true. That's like the owner of... Um, is it Louis Vuitton? Apparently, yeah. he's got like a, it's an umbrella company. Like, oh yeah, he's got ownership to like Hennessy, EXO, oh, like drinks, okay. like big big brands that mm. we know of. This guy is all under one umbrella company. Yeah, like yeah, owns, yeah. So Louis Vuitton is just part of that. Like, it's like a group. I can't remember the name of it. I'll research it. And I'll try and post it. But yeah, like yeah, it's he's like got an umbrella of luxury brands. Luxury brands. It, yeah, it doesn't just stem in fashion. It's in alcohol. You know, it's in other things as well. So yeah, yeah, that's dope. Oh, definitely, man. Um, yeah, I've, I forgot the name of that thing, but I've definitely seen it. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I can't remember what it was. Something group, something like that. But they literally have the rights to like Louis Vuitton, um, another like fashion brand. It was Hennessy XO, and it was like all the expensive kind of wines, mm. alcohols, liquors, like designer items that you can think of. Like they had a lot of hands or stakes. In it. Even, even like a shopping, even maybe like a shopping complex as well. So, yeah. Mm. Crazy. Mad. So, <laughs> obviously, you're still on this OnlyFans thing. Like, as soon as they said they were going away, mm. like, several people just came out and was like, okay, I'm making a new one, basically. Oh, really? Oh, I see. <laughs> Which I is see. interesting because yeah. someone is always looking to fill a void. Yeah, I mean? yeah, of course. If there's a demand for it, like you said, because there's so many guys that's willing to fund this, yeah, they'll happily just take their money elsewhere and go Paying for toes, you know? Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> That's, that's ridiculous, you know. Like I, I couldn't believe that when people, <laughs> when girls were saying they were getting a like hundred pound for toe pictures, I was just like, "That's mad. That's actually mad." But yeah, crazy, right, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but or like all these platforms, or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of people were basically clowning Burner. Oh uh, yeah. Is that why he came out with his, uh, with his statement? statement? Yeah. What actually happened at his concert? Were they just saying it wasn't packed or? No, basically, it looked yeah, bad to me when I was talking Apparently, about he didn't sell it out, innit? Yeah. So he sold out like 12K or whatever. Yeah. Um, How many is it to fill? About 20,000. Okay. No, but he's still so doing pe- it. I'm not laughing because yeah, he's still yeah. doing his thing. Like. That's what I'm saying. People yeah. were like, naturally, they're comparing him and Wiz, innit? Wiz, yeah, yeah. Like, 
Obviously, we tried to get with tickets today. Didn't Bruh, go that to was plan. a big L as well. Like. <laughs> I bought O2 SIM cards and priority still couldn't get me tickets. That's how mad. Uh, Wizkid, if you're listening to this, yeah, get us tickets. Like, we're hosts, innit? Hey, we can be interviewing people outside and then you get us, you know, backstage tickets and that, you know. But yeah, nah, it was like, <laughs> oh, like, I was at work and it said, okay, cool, you're in the waiting room, wait 20 minutes, then you can buy your tickets. 20 minutes has elapsed. It's just started daisy reading, innit? And the screen has just gone white. I was like, what kind of <laughs> magic? <laughs> I, I thought like, I can't. I was like, if I reload this, I'm gonna lose my position in it. So I left it for like two minutes. Then I just took the L. I was like, let me reload it. I reloaded it, stayed it on the page, reloaded it again. No tickets available. Oh my. Reloaded it again. Kept doing it, kept doing it. I was just like, nah, this can't be true. And then one ticket came up and it was like row four B or something like that. Oh, and I was okay. like, okay, let me see if I can just get these two and just have them in it. Sold out as well. <laughs> <I was just laughs> like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, like, I'm like, who's using robots to buy these tickets? Like, even, <laughs> I know there's not that many people on O2, mm. you know what I mean? But yeah, even that was an L. But yeah, back to Bernard. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> people were saying, oh, he's trying to build a word, like, and apparently he gave out bear tickets. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But obviously, a lot of people are like, kind of clowning him, innit? Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because. I was just thinking like, wow, people clown people who are actually doing very successful. They're still making just money. Just because they're not yeah. necessarily the As the, the biggest. Best or it's competition. People love doing that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. look at your age, mate. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, why are you doing that? You know what mm. I mean? Because it wasn't so long ago, bare people were wanting to go to like the Burner Boy concert, like for African Giant as well. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? No one was saying that, oh, your concert isn't sold out or whatever. But I think this time around, I think when you see something so spectacular, like Wiz Kids selling out, it's almost like it creates the niche for demand now. Mm. You know what I mean? So he's had to add a second date and the demand is skyrocketed. So I feel like there probably is even more people this time around than there is first time around. I think, as for Bernard, there was still a lot of people that liked his music, innit? I just feel like Wiz just kind of hit a high note with this album because yeah. people really resonated and they liked it so much. You know what I mean? And obviously the song, the Essence song, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's transcended everywhere now. Literally. So it's like, it's a place to be if I want to go to a concert. Like, and no disrespect to Burner, like, I feel Burner Boy is such a, what's the word? Like, it's such a consistent artist. It's like sometimes you sleep on that. You know what I mean? Like the consistency and the work mm. rate. Because this guy does a lot of work in releasing music. So people like to do this thing of, oh, we're comparing them. And if you look at it, I wouldn't say Wiz releases as much tunes as Burner Boy. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's not necessarily quantity over quality either. It's just, I feel like, you know, some people like to take their time with their things. Others have so much dope things. It's like, I want you guys to see what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't think it's an L at the end of the day. If you can still get 12,000 people, you know, like, that's so much money that that's you've made from piece, it. And you still get to share an experience with people. You that's know what I mean? I actually, And you know, generally, those are the people that actually want to come out and see you. You know, I can't take an L on that. You know, if I don't send any tickets, then it's a L. But <laughs> 12,000 and people are laughing that you didn't sell out. Like, what are we talking about here, innit? Like, your life hasn't changed significantly since then, but... I'm pretty sure he has in terms of man, um, financial gains, isn't it? But yeah, obviously, Wizkid is doing his thing, man. I'm yeah. happy everyone's got their time to shine. You know what I mean? That's how it goes. Life goes, goes around in full circles. Not everyone's always going to be able to do what their friend is doing because I'm sure that these guys are cool as well. So it is what it is. I don't even think he needed to come out and put out that statement. I just felt like he was he was probably a little bit hurt because yeah, it's like, oh, he's not taking a mick. Like, I've been putting out good stuff and now you're comparing us, but... Competition, that's how it goes, man. You know, big facts. Someone was saying his next album is gonna be his best work, <laughs> but that's a lot <laughs> of pressure on him man. though. Because if it isn't, then people are like, oh, you're, you're done out here. You know what I mean, kind of thing. So I don't even think he should roll with that. I just think you should use what people are saying almost as motivation, but to really like, focus on what they liked, isn't it? Because um, funny enough, yeah, we talk about this yeah, demand. Central C was like, I put out like four songs before he released that Wild Wild West tapes. 
And he said one of them just got bare views in a day, like maybe like a million views in like two or three days. Mm. So he said he, he realized that people liked That's what when they he wanted. did. Yeah, he when he, when he so he said that I could always rap and I could always do different things. But he said when I did that specific thing, he said the next three songs I released were exactly like that, mm. just like different beats, but the same kind of flow and that. All of them got a million plus views. So he said most of the new songs he released were like that. And he just hasn't deviated, uh, yeah, deviated yeah. from it. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with Pop Smoke. When he released his album, obviously, R.I.P. Pop Smoke, he's not really here to kind of oversee what these guys are yeah. putting out. But people like, we like him because he's drill. You know what I mean? He's doing drill. Like, even if you're a one-trick pony, this is what sells for you. Like, mm. why are you changing it to put Pharrell beats and Kanye West beats that don't sound like him? Like, it just ruins the whole thing. So... Sometimes I think for, for, not that I can give a, a Grammy Award winning person advice, but, you know, I feel like he'll just go back to the root. He'll go back to the essence of what it is that made people really like, mm. you know, like resonate with him. Because I feel like we always discuss this as well. I feel like African Giant was incredible. And obviously that year as well, what it represented for everyone being on holiday, it was big. It was no, just yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. indescribable. It was almost the perfect. timing was, yeah, it was yeah. almost perfect. You know what I mean? And this time around, it's COVID. People haven't been outside. Whiskey's come with something that, people just rocking with you mm. know what i mean and he's he's dropped at the right time but at least it's one of those years it's his time to have his moment you know it comes around like not every the spotlight can't stay on you forever you know people That's have right. their moments and people have their wins so you know burners won a grammy whiskey sold out the o2 you know both of them have achieved feats of greatness so it is what it is i don't think there's an l that can be taken on either end oh no yeah definitely you know? man um do you think yeah that that like classics though should be left alone <laughs> it's because certain people are calling, you know, the essence song a classic already. I think it's Obviously, a it's Justin a, Bieber has done his thing nah, on it's it. A, um, it's not a hype song. It's a very good song actually. I like, I like essence, but it's what I will say. It's fan powered. Like people, some people run with it. Yeah. Then more people jumped on the bandwagon. Then other people have heard it. They jumped on the bandwagon, and then someone else like. Justin Bieber has jumped on the remix. Now it's all a mad classic. That's how they see it, isn't it? But for example, like, Burner Boy Ye is a classic. You know what I mean? Mm. But at first, when I first listened to the album, I didn't necessarily think that was the best tune on the album. Mm. I thought it was another tune. But when I saw what it did to the people, I jumped on the bandwagon. I was like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, the best yeah, song. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just have to go with it sometimes. And I feel like that's what Essence is. So I think it's on its way to becoming a classic because what it's done for him. But I wouldn't say it's a classic just yet. Like, let it resonate for a few years. And then when he performs it again... And you're like, oh yeah, cool, I know this. For me, a classic WizKid song is something like uh Audrey Legba or do you know like I'll don't, even go further back. Or like don't do like yeah. don't don't sitting <laughs> in the corner, you know what I mean? Or that like, like yeah. that tune, those kind of tunes there, I know it's WizKid. You know what I mean? You could play it anywhere in the world, and I'm like, who's listening to WizKid? You know what I mean? So those kind of there, they've had time to resonate. That's it. And now you can look back and be like, obviously we're not living in past glory, but you can you can see like where he was when that came out. Like, oh yeah, he was in uni. I was wearing some shit kicks, but, mm. you know, there, it was a vibe, you know what I mean, for that song to come on. So, you know, it's getting there. Obviously, I think it will be. But I wouldn't call it a classic now. I think it's a po- it's, it's, it's a po- it's a popular tune. You know what I mean? It is, uh, it's the tune now that's really making ways for him to be a globally recognised. Not that he wasn't before, but now people in America are taking him in that. Oh, who's this whiskey guy? You know? But everyone's got their moment, man. No, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Burner Boy as well, man. Like, these guys just need to keep pros- like, prospering, progressing, and keep just refining their art, you know, and don't deviate from it. That's the most important thing. Like, I feel like um, with the Burner, uh, Twice's, Twice's Tour? Twice's Tour, that was the album, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 
I just I, I didn't really like the fact that he had Diddy on it. I was like, he doesn't need Diddy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're Burner Boy, but I I understand because it's like this is someone that means a lot. It might even mean it means a lot to Burner Boy. It means a yeah. lot to people in general in music, innit? So I got it. But I always thought it would be hard to top or replicate African Giant in general anyway. Yeah, I mean? it was so, always gonna be different. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But even on classics like Fresh Prince, man. I don't know if you've heard it's getting a serious reboot. Um, they should leave that alone. <laughs> what do you think about that? I feel like they should just leave that alone. Yeah. Obviously, there was that trailer. Someone did like a trailer. A remake of it. But that was sick because was it sick. wasn't coming from him. It was exactly. like for the eyes of someone else. And they shot it really well. And I was just like, this is dope. You know what I mean? Maybe they could do like a spin-off or something like that. Or like a next generation or new generation of it. But I don't think they necessarily need to bring back those characters. There's no Uncle Phil. So like, why are you bringing it back? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not the same. No, but they're all going to be new anyway. Oh, is it? Oh, all the characters are going to be new? Yeah, no, it's not Will oh, Smith. So, oh, I, think, I thought you were bringing back... I was going to be like, uh, what's Will Smith doing? It's on that trailer. That oh, the idea really? Was yeah. Uh, it's still a bit touchy, though, because it's like, that's childhood, isn't it? But I don't know. It could work. It could work. What do you think about them remaking new things? Like, Yeah, so it's touchy because it's always going to get criticism from mm, the old fans, you know what I mean? I think... That's like LeBron and Space Jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing, personally. No, man, if you can take it. Yeah. You know why? Because it doesn't necessarily take away from the old thing. Mm. And if anything, it'll probably give as more to the old thing once it's all said and done. Once it's all said and done, yeah, um, true, true. Even if it's bad, people be yeah, like, oh, this yeah. is crap. Let me go and... There's nothing compared to the original. Exactly. True, true. If it's good, I do agree. you just get two different kind of... Yeah, contrasting views yeah. of what, what a classic is. And yeah, I think yeah. it'll be interesting if it's actually a serious thing because... You think about it, it can kind of be, mm. it can, you can see it, you know yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, no, Especially yeah. with that trailer. Like. I was impressed by the trailer, to be honest. And then when Will Smith found out about it, he was obviously clearly impressed as well. So What's kind of mad though is that the guy that did it, he, I don't think he got fasted. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so some no. new guy that, that's played as Will in it, but. That's a shame. Oh, so that's a But yeah, you know, you see what happens, man. Yeah, but, man, but. Yeah. I think people have a lot of, um. What's the word like Sen- sentiment to stuff that they've grown up on? Isn't Actually, it? nostalgia and sentiment. So people don't want it to be affected by someone bringing in something new and kind of ruining the nostalgia they have for that program. Isn't yeah. it? But you know, I, most more times I am against remakes. Sometimes when the fil- when the first one was too good, but other times I can understand it. You're giving a voice and a platform to new people to kind of show off mm. their talents. And it is like if they were, if they were inspired by that, in it, let them do it, man. I just I just always hope it, it, they do it well. Yeah, you know I mean they don't Actually. rush it. It's not just like a a money spinning thing, you know what I mean? Because there's there's plenty of new people that come up that might have come up off of remakes or come off come up just in general by being inspired by the stuff that we used to watch as kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, you J. Cole says it like sometimes you wanna you, you wanna you're inspired by something, I should be able to use your song as a sample. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it should be like you put it out there to inspire the world, so why can't I be inspired by it by using it for my my thing? Forest Hill Drives, he says it at the end. But yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, it's kinda true. So when when you were hearing someone like that talk about it, you know, why not let you know the, a new generation of people come up and really shine and mold it into their own version of what their representation of what we like back then is now? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, that's man. a good thing you brought up, like yeah. even with the sample thing, because like I remember uh, the DJ Khaled like Wild Thoughts, yeah, and yeah, like, well mad initially, innit? Yeah, but and they heard it and girls loved it. Then they loved it, innit? Yeah. And the actual original song, it started to get like a bump in views. In well, views, yeah, yeah, so yeah, views and listens, yeah. It, like, if it's done well, it's great. It just provides mm. like another alternative, like an mm. updated version where old fans, yeah. new fans come together. Yeah, true. Um, 
True. And the old one does get a bit of shine. Yeah. But yeah, it is always risky because, <laughs> You're because it's people. held at such a yeah, high yeah, um, yeah, standard, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, hmm. And obviously with music, like Aaliyah came out. Yeah, really I've, been, I've been listening to... Went to like number one, innit? Is it? I was listening to her on Apple recently. And it's weird because I don't know bare Aaliyah tunes, but I know all the bait ones. So it's like, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, it's crazy though, because sometimes I think I was like, do you reckon she still would have been relevant now if she was alive? I feel That's like dying, question. yeah, I feel like dying cements your place in yeah in, in history. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, not that I'm trying to die anytime soon, but for though because they were so young, them, her, Biggie, Tupac, all these like young kind of like special talent, generational talents. Well, we say generational, we put them as that now because their life will cut short in it. So like, I always think like, do you reckon she would have been? Relevant now, she had stayed alive. You That's know what I mean? That's a very good question, man. I don't think anyone can know, mm. like, because we've seen it all the time. People they start hot, mm. but really they only hot for five years. Yeah, and they don't grow gracefully. Like they yeah. don't age gracefully in the music. There's not that many people that industry. have long twenty year Help, careers. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's not. Mm. And whenever we do mention people, it's your Jay Zs, it's your Beyonces. Yeah, you know, and that's a rarity. There's not loads of people like them. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's crazy. When I yeah. Think about that. And a lot of people even go into different things. Yeah, like, yeah, true. Like, true. <laughs> did you hear um, Charles Millionaire? He's like... Like a business mogul now or something like that. He's Nigerian though, so... You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not surprised. Like, man made one hit tune and took that money and was like, yeah, I'm doing business, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's crazy. Some people do go into different things, you but know. But some people are not doing it out of, like, it's their passion. It's just mm, they're trying to get out... Something they're trying to just make from... Yeah, yeah make. And once they get money, yeah, that's they it. can kind of do what they want to do. That's true. So... Yeah, it's true. But even that, it raises like an interesting discussion point. Like you mentioned Pop Smoke. Mm. Um, like obviously he's part of this conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think like they should be left alone or? Who Pop Smoke? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's a shame, isn't it? I'm always sad. Like sometimes when they release, and apparently they release all his music now. So it's just like. Oh, so there's nothing left. Yeah, that's, that's what the rumors were saying. I don't know how true that is, but a lot of people and a lot of blog sites were like. Know the the label was people upset because they found out they would actually just released all his music at once. I feel like um, I was listening to another podcast and they said someone like Anderson Pack got got a tattoo saying like, "If I die, do not release any of my music." Oh, so yeah, yeah any of my unreleased mm. music. It was for me personally to assess. Blah blah blah. Do not release anything. They got that tattooed on his body, but yeah, like full pop smoke. You know, that guy came in with a... There was drill, but he came in with his own wave. And now, yeah, they did well on the... Do you know the posthumous album with 50 Cent? That's fine. But I think from there, just let it, let it be, man. You know what I mean? Like, mm. most of those songs, I think that 50 which had chosen would already kind of mix down and finish. But after that, yeah, let, let the guy rest, man. Because it's like, he's done what he came to do. He cemented his place. You know what I mean? And... I don't think the ears of people listening on the outside are the same as the people that's creating it. You know what I mean? Because I feel like mm. he, even if he did work with Pharrell, he, he could have still come out with a drill beat and it would have been wild. You know what I mean? Not the stuff that they released. So I was kind of upset like listening to it. I was just like, they've just ruined this guy's thing, man. And then there was only one song and it was a drill song. That was like, okay, yeah, this is Pop Smoke, you know? So, yeah, sometimes when someone's passed, like, unless you're 100% sure, like, nah, this is, this is a true essence and valuation of this person. Fair enough, in it, but it, more times, you know, I feel like you just gotta let people with live those or like have those last memories of what they saw that person as, you know. So even when even even him, like 
I don't know if he would have been relevant for ages, but I think he would have been a cultural icon for this generation because mm. it's like, this guy's coming with a wave. He dances, does drill music, but he's acting now. You know what I mean? He's this guy from New Probably York. Like, literally the 50 yeah, Cent. Yeah, like 50 Cent, DMX kind of, you know, he's that thing for this generation. So, you know, you get your, like, I don't know if there's rapper, rapper like that in this young generation, but I'll say something like a little baby might be the rapper, rapper mm. for this generation. Then you get your NBA young boys who's like their, their version of Lil Wayne. Mm. Like spitting pain, always in, always in jail and whatever, but it, people love him, innit? Like, and then you get like a pot smoke. He's like their version of 50 Cent or DMX. So like everyone's kind of reincarnated into different things for the generation. So now that someone like that dies, it's like, don't taint their legacy, man. You know, and it's, it's a shame. I can't criticise his family because at the end of the day, they have say and stuff, but I would have just left it at the, the one that went number one and it's still been in the charts. Apparently he's been in charts for time. I would have okay. left it as that, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a poignant, poignant thing when you think back on it, like, you know, they, they are these, these lot, all these people that died young, you know, even like your left eyes and whatever, like all these people that died young, they still had so much more to kind of achieve. And yeah, man, it's sad. That's life, isn't it? But sometimes I'm just like, yeah, just leave them, let them have, let them have their thing, innit? That's, that's what they've done when they're here. They managed to get out and they shared it with the world, like let them. But obviously I think people always look at people like Diddy. Like yeah. one of my favorite uh, Biggie albums, and I'm not like the biggest Biggie fan, like I'm not going to act like I listen to every of, all of his songs and stuff. Is my one of my favorite albums is Life After Death. Mm. You know, I listen to that and I'm like, out, out of the tracks, there's probably about 60, 70%. I like all of them. Those like 70% of that album I'm rocking with, you know what <laughs> I mean? But some people say his Ready to Die album was the best album, one of the best hip hop albums ever. And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, it's good, but it's not, it's not got nothing on this. And that's, that's him after he's gone, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think some people look at that and like, yeah, we can kind of replicate it, we can really capture the essence of the person, but they can't always. You know, so I think maybe it's one album max, maybe where you can still capture the mm. essence of the person because it's still a bit raw. After that, you shouldn't be releasing music, in my opinion. You know, so yeah, man. Life, bro. Life. Uh, that's a that's a mad one, man. Yeah, I even remember like when Nasty Girl came out, man. Love that song. Bro. Yeah, you know, trust, <laughs> trust me, trust me, trust yeah, me. I mean, like one of my favorite Big songs of all time is he's got a song called "I Got a Story to Tell." It's like dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. And he's talking about like obviously like cheating on someone and she's got an NBA basketball player husband in it. But the way he puts the words together and yeah, tells the story, course. you can tell like he's ahead of his time in the way he raps in it because people weren't doing that. Like obviously some people could story tell. You had like your Nas, that's, that's another one of my favorite rappers. Like your Nas, even your DMX could story tell. But the way this guy was throwing words together and he's slick, it was just it's like that. Like, this enough. is different. You know what I mean? Like you know you can kind of like even when when you go back to school playground days, yeah, there was a guy called. Um, Mini man in my school, yeah. His name was I don't want to bear his name in it, but it's mixed race guy. This is before the younger came in it. Mm. Mixed race guy, yeah. He's from East London. I remember the first day, yeah. This is back in the days we had like Samsung, you know what I mean, K seven hundreds and that, <laughs> and you know flipping like flip phones and that, yeah. He's coming to the, he's coming to my class and he was just like, yo, like when Timbland's like some New Yorker. He's like, yo, is there anyone that spits in here? I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. catch me at lunchtime in it. I'll take you to the playground. So we've gone now. I've taken him to the guys that normally I, I know can spit in it. So they'd come with their bars and he's dropped like a 16 and it was the coldest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> and everyone's like, yo, yo, wheelie, wheelie, spit it, spit, spit it again, innit? Someone's pulled out a dictaphone and they're recording. <laughs> I shout out the graft, it was him, like, oh, he's pulled out, yeah, he's pulled out a dictaphone and it's recording him, like, and we was just playing, we was listening back to that the whole day oh, because okay. it was so cold. So sometimes, you know when someone raps, like, it's like nothing you've ever heard yeah. before. You're just like, yo, like, these guys can, these guys can spit, but you was doing something else, like, Yo, this is special. So I feel like that's what Biggie was for that generation. Mm. Like, you know, so it's crazy. But yeah. Jeez. Crazy, man. Mad one. Nostalgia.
Shout out Roscoe, shout out Road Deep. <laughs> guys and legends as well. Like, from what That's I saw in that museum, it's crazy, man. But yeah. Big facts, big facts. Yeah, so any nuggets of the day today? Mm. I'm like Stephen Gerrard. You know them, man? Yeah. to give up? Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm out, you know? Yeah, me too. I don't think I have anything. Yeah, I don't really... I don't really have anything this week, man, to be honest. Like, damn, one of you guys got to send us a nugget of the day. You know what I mean? Do you know you what I wanted to start doing? No, go on. Like, do, do you want to finish your... No, I was uh-huh. just going to say, yeah. you begin giving nuggets for... For how a while, episodes? like, you <laughs> said, once we drop an episode, yeah, someone needs to hit us and then we'll post it on our page, like, this is the nugget of the day for this episode, innit? Mm. So, like, once this drops, yeah, whoever's listening, if you got my number or if you follow me on Insta or on Snap or whatever, hit me with what you want your message of the day to be and we're going to start posting them because I think that's good. And we'll exactly. post the link to your page. So you just highlight it, tag us if you are listening. Make there's sure some you're people, following. Yeah, make sure you're following. There's some people that wait for the video, so just like a few <laughs> days later. But if you do, if you do have a nugget of the day that you want us to share, tag us for sure. Make sure you're following the page, and then we'll post it. In it. That's a good way to get people involved for, for sure, sure. For sure, for sure, for sure, man. And I wanted to, I wanted to start up a nine to fivers playlist. Like, you know who I give credit to? The Nineties Baby Show. They were doing that, and I was thinking about that ages ago. Mm. I just, you know I me. Mean? I'm slow to action with stuff. It's so annoying. Like I was thinking, it'd be sick. Like if we had like a weekly playlist, didn't it? Like, mm. what song would you recommend everyone to listen to? So we can start. I'm gonna actually create one on my iPhone. I'll put a link okay. to it in my page so people can actually go listen to what we listen to. But we can actually build it. So once we get a guest, I'll ask as well. Like, what do you want to add to the playlist? But my song of the week this week, I wanted to do a throwback song, but I'll go with what's kind of popular and I'll try to give a chance to. Is I d- I didn't like the first bit. I didn't like Playboy Carti's bit. But I'll give the rest of the song props. Is a song called "Off the Grid" by Kanye West. It's on the new Donda album. Oh, okay, certainly so, to Yeah, Five Year Foreign was was rapping, rapping on that. <laughs> yeah, so he was, he was doing his thing, and Kanye came with some some quotables mm-hmm. as well in his bit. So yeah, man, I'll say "Off the Grid" is probably my track of the week. Definitely, I'm gonna create this playlist and I'll add it. What is your track of the week? We're having our playlist, the Nine to Fivers playlist. Mm. What would, it could be any what track. It could be it could be a throw track, throwback track. It could be an Afrobeat, whatever. You mm, pick. Mm, mm. Let's go with we'll go with the NSG boys, man. Petite. Petite, yeah, that's a banger. Mm. At, at first, I wasn't too sure, but I listened to it again. I was like, yeah, the yeah, bros, isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. Shout out NSG. Um, obviously, shout out Kanye. Jesus. But yeah, we'll be back again next week. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. You know what it is.